2: Welcome to another episode of the Snugcast with me, Michael Noonan. Hi guys, how are you? It's me, Owen, and Michael Noonan. And uh, I'm joined here tonight with Big Dave Quinn and Paul Power, a friend of mine from school. Um, and we're without, for the first time ever, I think we're episode 37 here tonight, and we're first time ever without, without uh, my co-host DJ. So, look, if you want to give a minute silence for DJ... You can pause the podcast here for a minute and, uh, yeah, just uh, say a few prayers for him. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. DJ is dead. Um, but, yeah, look, we're here tonight in um, the, uh, in, <coughs> in Grady's Yard, and it's a Wicklow-Wolf uh, tap takeover tonight. So, later on in the episode, you'll hear from two of the brewers, uh, Quincy Fenley from Wicklow-Wolf, um, and you'll also hear from um, Declan Nixon from yellow belly beer so uh, the two boys are on later on and fuck We in a great great old chat with them. So Paul's just arriving back from the bar now with uh, a few tasty pints Paul how are you getting on tonight? Not bad, not bad yeah, Good stuff yourself, great great introduction to the pod <coughs> So, um, just um, as always, I'd like to thank all, the, all our listeners for um, listening to us And and as always, guys, just would you give us a few comments, a few likes, a few shares on social media It really helps spread the word of the snowcast um, So as always, we're going to start off tonight with um, a little round of table of what are you
3: drinking tonight So I'll start with you, Big Dave, what are you drinking? Well, Tom, I'm drinking a beautiful collaboration between Yellow Belly and Wicklow Wolf. It's called Super Soaker. I know, Fuck. it's so it's so easy to nearly say Super Split. Because I know. I had to think about I had to think about that a few times there before I said it. But because uh, it fucking tastes like one. It is a split of a Super <laughs> Split. Uh, it's really citrusy, really juicy flavors. Uh, it almost tastes like it's a citra hop in there, but uh, I. Yeah, it's blood orange. It's it's just it's very drinkable, and the best thing is, it's only what 2.7 ABV or something yeah, like that. So it's right. it's very very light. 2.1, I think. 2.1, yeah. and uh, you can drink it all night. Yeah,
2: it's, it's like delicious. A, you could. I'd say you could drive the old car home, could
3: you? What, well, on three, four, no more. I think is that the is that the saying? Is it? <laughs>
2: four, yeah. Four is fine, I
3: think. Is it? Yeah. Five, no more. <laughs> and uh, I'm on the bike tonight, so I can have I can have the sixth one. I know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Uh,
2: so yeah, look, I'm on the I'm on the same as well. It's fucking it's a pure taste of a of a pint. Like I'm really enjoying it. Um, yeah, as you say, like so so fucking drinkable. Um, and we've kind of guzzled down a few here now. Yeah. Like it's like literally been kind of necking them. Like they're so, so fucking tasty. And uh, yeah, like
3: this low percentage thing, like it's really catching on. Like it's, ki- it's kicking off, isn't it? And I think. Um and potentially also the alcohol free beers as well they, they do a really good one here called is it Mickel can, can you remember the name of that oh, man, I had it one night yeah it was
2: absolutely tased, it, uh, it was.
3: 33 centiliter bottle beautiful label and it's one of the most flavorsome beers that I've ever ever drank. and it's alcohol free it's also gluten free but I think that I think that's why things are possibly going like the lower percentage session ales as opposed to the, uh, the big five point whatever heavy high alcohol content but like yeah it's good Yeah even um I was noticing there at the top up above that
2: and um, with the Wolf have and um, this uh, low percentage coffee ale and it's called I think it's called Moonlight Low. It's, it's like one percent. It's one percent yeah. And uh, like that's fucking that's class. Imagine going out like an old an old coffee ale like you know that's that's absolutely savage. Mm. Um and like I don't know. I think I think as well like it you definitely fucking need a few kind of low percentage beers to come out like 'cause I hate like I, I, I hate like when you have to drive or you fucking like you want to go out in the sesh like you know. And you but you don't wanna be there with a fucking an old side owner or something like you know at the table, you know. You don't wanna be a fucking idiot like, you know. Whereas <laughs> you can have
3: one of these and drink. you can
2: have one of these. Idiot. <laughs>
3: yeah. Is everything yeah. okay top? Yeah. You're not drinking. Well look, I need to drink, I just need to drink, alright?
1: I happened earlier, but I don't talk about it like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway Paul, what are you on there tonight? I'm on the yellow belly red noir. It's uh, I think it's five percent. It's kind of a it's a red ale with a kind of a coffee. To it as well, it's, it's, it's a fucking job. It's kind of much heavier than the and uh, you definitely feel it. Like, I've had three now, and it's it's sitting well, you know. You, yeah. you get a bit of a buzz off it, but uh, yeah, it's good. So, nice like, space. heavier in like both senses of so the world, like, yeah, you know, yeah. taste yeah. The, and the headspace.
2: Like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's get on this. It. a bit. Like. we're on like the complete opposite here, then. Yeah, I'm sober to judge. <laughs> yeah. I
0: fucked
2: <laughs> So uh the the topics on for tonight's show right are just fucking pure pure muck as usual like you know we're talking absolute shite But um I think they've both been suggested by our sick co-host uh, DJ um, so the first one is what's your biggest fear right so I'll go I'll go first right so for me, I've always had like it's not. I suppose it's not irrational because you can like die from it. but like drowning, and I also have quite a like. I've I've had a pretty big fear of water for years. Like right, so like literally like when I was like when I was like growing up and like like going for fucking swimming lessons in school and stuff like. It used to be... I used to be, like, pretend to be sick and all this shit, like, you know? Like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, like, putting the head by the fucking kettle and all this, like, trying to get a temperature and all this shit, like, <laughs> just trying to, like, put myself out of fucking swimming lessons. But I... Um, so, yeah, so, when, like, when I was there, um, like, just... Like hated. I actually didn't really like hate the water that much or anything. But it was my putting my head under the water. So yeah, like yeah. that was like a huge thing with like swimming lessons as well. It was they were like you know like oh make sure you're like you're face down and you're just, you know you're breathing fucking you know every you know basically putting your head under water and like breathing yeah, every now again. Keep
1: breathing normally. You just swallow
2: in <laughs> half of the ocean. Hated the fucking thing. Absolutely. Right <laughs> but like I think that was that was like nearly a thing where like my in my own head I got built up so badly with the fucking thing. Kind of like I just like I couldn't like I couldn't actually function, and I would end up doing something stupid like that, where like inhale through my nose and then have a big panic
3: attack and be like, ah! <laughs> but is that is that not what a fear is? Like it's something that's built up to, oh, yeah, uh, to a level in your own head that you can't actually get
2: over yourself. Like oh yeah, that. and like even like I suppose like in terms of that, like uh, I don't know, is it a phobia as well? I don't know. But I've actually become much better with it. Than, like have like fucking jumped off waterfalls and all this shit. And like, like I don't, I don't give a shit about that anymore. Like, well, I still wouldn't be that comfortable with like swimming per se like that. Like doing like doing lengths of the pool, putting my head underwater. Like, skinny
1: didn't know wood the I was hanging out <laughs> straight in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. kept be head above water though. <laughs> <laughs> the cheeks were above as well. I've seen them, right? <laughs> Yeah. Glistening in
2: the moon. Like. <laughs> Uh, but like I actually think what like I think what my fear has stemmed from has been like so you know that i um, out in Splash World out in Tremor?
1: Did you get caught in the big blue or is it a, it's a red Europa. green slide
2: wasn't it? So no, not the slides right. But the wor- it's like the fucking the lazy river right. Yeah. So when I was younger, I went into the lazy river with me. With me dad and we were like just kind of going around the two right then on one occasion dad was like oh i'll wait here and you go around and i'll catch you on the other side so i went around right went around the fucking thing right dad uh i don't know what the fuck he's probably just chanting to someone or something fucking stupid
1: i'll see you later son
2: yeah exactly oh, right? i felt cool the there so anyway i like got caught in the lazy river got whipped out of the thing down like like hit 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 like, hit, like you know those like dividers of the lanes and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. They, yeah. Hit one of them that like swept underwater down into the like the very bottom of the deep end. And then next thing the wave machine
0: <laughs> yeah. right. came
2: Dad was like still chatting away to some young one I'd you. like, say. You know? I love the
1: tail. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> then like so completely missed me, like I think like then a lifeguard was about to jump in He finally caught wind of me like underwater, ripped me out of it like up against a wall like (laughs) terrible right second reason why I think it all happened, flip side with me dad, we were in Florida one year um, and we went to uh, one of these like Disney water parks so um, there was like a sign up saying like that um, the like the depth of this pool is like five to six feet or something like that, so dad who's also an atrocious swimmer um, went on a slide And he came down off the slide And he went to go and touch the bottom right so well he thought it was like five to six feet so he went to go touch the bottom, but the sand of, like this, is, like, this is all like man made beaches and man made things or whatever. Yeah. The sand on the bottom of the thing had been like wiped away in that bit where he went down. So it was like about eight feet, like, right? So dad, like, went down to like touch the bottom, kick himself back up. Yeah. Like, couldn't reach the bottom and then just didn't really know, panicked. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then didn't know what to do. Like, so, like, there was like this scene where it was like, do you know where that kind of like the, uh, the shark and jaws? like uh, clasps a girl and she's been like dragged around and her arms yeah. are like yeah, waving start, about yeah yeah, yeah 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 exactly right so um it was like that except obviously without the moving around but like dad was like waving his arms like frantically right so it was me and my uh uncle who were there and my uncle started bursting his hole laughing because he thought dad waving was t- back waving back oh, he thought dad was smart. taking the piss right but i, like, I was like i knew that yeah, dad yeah, wasn't yeah. going to be taking the piss of this so i started doing like you know, I was kind of like fucking baywatch, kinda the out.
1: water. <laughs> Clear the beach.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I was like fucking David Hasselhoff, like right? So <laughs> straight, like, in. straight in, like, like tore over, like, started like swimming over. Grab dad. Dad was like about fucking, I don't know, 15, 16 stone. Like me trying to rip not him to as you, a... Now traded
1: like, on the rise. Ten years.
2: So <laughs> But yeah, I was like trying to pull, like pull that out of the water, and like kind of got a, got his head a bit above water, Dragged him out along, and then finally my uncle kind of realised that, that was this wasn't fucking to thing So yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah, you can see why I suppose I might have had maybe one or two traumatic experiences. What did you, you know, but
1: when you went to Florida? Uh, I was and that ten. Yeah. That will yeah, that, do definitely be an father,
2: see you ten years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my uh, biggest fear, Dave. Have you? You've been, you've been
3: rubbing your chin there, and uh, yeah, I've been, I've been thinking, and uh, I suppose for me, water will be a. F- I'd always respect water. I suppose it's it's the, pa- the power, of the ocean. You just, you just can't, you I can know, never yeah. take it for granted. Uh, for sure, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for me. Like my biggest fear would be snake. <laughs> yeah. How did you know? <laughs> I won't go into my backstory. Um, yeah, for me it uh, it would be snakes and rats. Yeah, yeah. I just and like I, unfortunately I don't have like an elaborate story like why I have a fear about those two things. But just I freak out when uh, like. Live it, I, I, uh, as you know I, I do a bit of gardening It's one of my, one of my uh, Pastimes I'm like I do see you, you see the odd rat In the garden Like uh, from a distance Especially around your Compost heap and stuff And when I see it I just Freak out I have to like, like Leave it? the garden Have to go inside what Kind guard? of Just after like, Almost like what? <laughs> <laughs> the, rat, the, rat, the rat The rat The rat's back the rat is bad. We need the armed <laughs> response. We need the regional armed response unit in my back garden right now. Bring the MP5s, <laughs> extra ammo. Uh, I, and I, I, obviously, that has a history. Of rat, like rats, spread spread disease. The Black Plague. It, it has a spread. All fucking debunked. Though, the what really? Was the it was water, was it? I
1: think it was just like people.
3: They blame the rats
1: because they want to say like, go like is it? yeah, they are all just filthy cons like yeah, pretty
3: bad yeah like, yeah yeah but uh, obviously it's it's stuck on the rat like and it, it, yeah, for the con goat, like, yeah uh,
1: back, why not? <laughs> and, and
3: for me it's it's just there and I'm like when I se- whenever I see it I'm like oh fuck I, I can't eat anything out of my garden because it's been fucking there and anyway it's the rat and uh, snakes as well. i
2: what like, snakes?
3: Yeah, uh, snakes. It's they're just like. Spineless, like, slimy... They, they can fucking one? kill you. No, no, I would never touch one. They're not slimy at all. No, but they look slimy. All right, fair
1: enough, they are pretty shiny, I guess. And,
3: uh... Yeah, particularly those big ones, like the boar restrictors. Like, do you hear that story about the small kids in, like, Australia where the... I don't even know what kind of snake they... The Kiddish snake they have in Australia, but I got in through the aircon, down into the bed and, like, killed the two kids in bed, and, like, it just... Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I like. Yeah. So can plants. Can, plants can kill you over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much beer and sun as well. But like, uh, yeah. So that's that's the that's my two biggest fears. I uh, wonder, like,
2: say reptile. Like, have you ever gone to Yeah, like iguanas
3: in? and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be a big fan of reptiles in general. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Like arachnids or like millipedes or.
3: Or even dogs without any hair. I fucking hate them as well. <laughs> <All life laughs> just kind of, s- <laughs> yeah. Them away from me. Uh, I'm done. Yeah, just, yeah. But I suppose I, I, I don't have that many fears. But yeah. But, uh, yeah, but th- th- those will be two that will be kind of like that will be noted in my mind that uh, that I take note and and take cognizance of. I suppose. Anyway.
1: Cool. 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 And Paul, what about you? Fucking spiders, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I swear to God, like, uh, definitely a massive phobia of spiders because I was about, I must have been about seven. I distinctly remember, like, me and two of my other next door neighbors at the time, like, where I grew up. Uh, we were, like, playing in my back garden, and one of the neighbors, like, picked up, he had, like, six or seven big spiders in a fucking bucket for whatever reason and just threw them at me. Oh, right? But I I, I was like, I could feel something crawling up my leg. I was like, what the fuck is that? And I looked down and I was like, oh my God. I could just see like these four spiders on my chest, like running at my face. And I just fucking lost it. I was like tearing off my clothes and just fucking just like brushing them off. I remember I couldn't get rid of them. And it like the guy who did it was laughing but my other like best friend at the time was just like what the fuck and just bet the shit out of your man who threw him at me and I was like oh that's why you're my best friend boy <laughs> that's why you're my best friend because we were all the three of us at the time we were like really really good friends but that fucking yeah ever since then I just I just can't handle them at all I'm um, sorry about a the session right there were
2: uh, you're after you went to one of your friends' houses
1: oh yeah, yeah that was only a couple of weeks ago yeah, yeah. but I've a fucking I've a better one than that again right so I think it was about uh, probably two years ago, uh, my girlfriend at the time rang me like, bawling, crying, being like, "Oh, like you need to come over, you need to come over." She was living in some old. It was like an old like, apartment complex. Like I don't know, it was built like the fucking the twenties or the thirties. I mean, it used to be like a, a, a old folks' home or some shit. It kind of
2: looks like Shelter Island. Kinda. Yeah, it looks it looks, <laughs> it
1: looks awful. Like it's full of fucking just rodents and insects and shit or whatever. But uh, she ran me like, ball and crying, like, oh, can you come over? Like, there's a massive spider in, in the sitting room, like, like, he's actually huge. And normally when people tell you that, like, they're like, ah, yeah, he's probably fucking the size of a euro or something, he's probably, like, he's not that big at all. I was like, look, like, what do you want me to do? If I come over, I'm just going to be like, oh, I can't fucking go near the thing anyway. She's like, no, like, please, like, please come over. I was like, nah, I'm not fucking, all right, fine, like, fine, fine, I'll come over. So I got over to the apartment, like, about 10 minutes later. And the door was wide open. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" So I was like, "Hello," and she answered me. She's like, "Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I'm in, I'm in the kitchen." I was like, "Okay." So I walk in. I was like, "Where is he?" She's like, "He's behind the door." I was like, "Is that way it's open?" She's like, "Yeah." I couldn't look at him. So the fucking door, the whole, the whole door, like, was like wide open. Sorry, like, right, fucking hell. So I went over and I pulled the door back, and I swear to God, the thing was the size of my fucking hand. And I was like, "Nah, I'm done. I'm actually done." I was like, pretty much going to run at the door. She was like, "No." no I was like fucking hell So the two of us Just stood in their kitchen Staring at him Like waiting for it to move And you know when you, Like I don't know what it is It's just about like the movement of a spider Like you see one of their legs Like they just kind of twitch Or they move like really quick And you just see All their appendages move at once you're like oh, You fucking little shit Like uh. <laughs> that,
3: that needed the armed response <laughs> Yeah
1: It, it fucking yeah, yeah. This needed a fucking nuke I was about to call Trump Be like here look Hiroshima part two Let's go Like <laughs> drop it in Manor village Or whatever the fuck it was I can't remember But uh I remember, like, texting one or two of the lads, being look, look, I know I'm a little bitch, but, like, can you do me a favor, like, if you're in town, can you just come down to the girlfriend's house to kill this spider? They're like, oh, you fucking, you little pussy, like, a little spider. And I was like, I wouldn't fucking ask you if it wasn't, like, a, a big deal, you that kind of way. So they were all like, nah, fuck off, deal with it yourself. So I was like, fuck's sake. So eventually, she rang her dad, who was in town uh, at some meeting or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I'll be over in about 10 minutes. I'll be free before I go home. So he came over and the two of us were still in the kitchen and he walked in, right? And he was like, well, where is it? And I was like, it's behind the door, John. he was like, okay, yeah, pull the door back. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah. back, was like, Ooh, he's a big fella, isn't he? And I was like, he fucking is, yeah, he's fairly big. So he pulled, the, he pulled the fucking door back, went to catch him in his hand to pick him up. He was too fucking big for his hand. The spider falls down. Straight down on the floor and starts like fucking making a go for the kitchen where I'm standing. I was like, nah, I'm not having this. So I just fucking hopped up in the countertop and was like trying to get out the window. I was like, fuck this, what's going on? I was like freaking out because it was just like immediate, like uh, fight or flight kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking gone. I'm out of here. Like, I can't yeah, yeah. deal with this thing. And then he ran over and scooped him up. In his and, hand, Yeah, and in his two hands. He like cupped him over in his hands. And I was, one
2: hand
1: p- his it was small. too fucking small for him. Oh. And he put him outside. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, I don't know how you do that, boy. And he's like, oh, you know, like, I'm terrified of spiders as well, but you do acting for your kids, wouldn't you? And I was like, nah. Like, that just solidified me right there. I was like, I'm never having kids. Like. I'd never be able to fucking do that. But I said to him, I was like, where'd you leave him? He's like, oh, I just put him out in the grass out there. I was like, he's going to be back in here in about 10 minutes. <laughs> looking for a bit of warmth. I was like, why would you do that? I would just kill him. Just fuck- or throw him away. Put him over the other side of the apartment complex. Like, it'd be done. But.
2: And then you broke up. The
1: yeah. I was like "That's it, final straw. Don't ever talk to me again." Uh, no, like, uh, Your man, has touched a spider. <laughs> there was there was like multiple times where I'd stay over there, or whatever, and there'd be one in the room. It, obviously, there, I'd never ever seen a spider like that scale since, or even before then. He was fucking huge, but. uh like, the, there'd be one on the ceiling or something that, like, whole apartment complex was just infested with them. Like, there were, like, the big hunting spiders as well, they're, those black, like, thick black ones. I was like, oh fuck off, they're fucking shit. But the worst one was, it was like this, it wasn't even that big, but it crawled up on the pillow between the two of us one night sleeping. And I was like, Here. Ah! Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going home, like, fuck this, oh. fuck this shit, like, it was awful. Oh. Yeah, I was never so happy when she moved from
2: her, I like, was fucking Jesus. delighted. That's, thanks a million for your honesty. That is, we've some very shook faces in front I need of us here. The point after that. All right. Okay, we're going to go for a quick point break. Right. We're well lubricated again. And uh, we're going back to another DJ topic. He's fucking... This man is missing this podcast so much. He has his his fingerprints all over it, I know, yeah. (laughs) 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 But uh, so DJ's next topic is what is your worst experience of public transport?
3: Big Dave, I'm going to come to you first. Do you have a good one? He's got to clear the throat for this one. Uh, well, it's not actually my worst experience. It was probably a very bad experience for everyone else but me and probably 80 other people. So uh, I was—I went on Erasmus to Italy, lived in Pisa for a year. Pisa's relatively medium-sized town, probably like... 50,000 people, maybe 60,000, uh, and 15,000 of those, 20,000 of those are students, right? Big student population. I probably got the figures like horrendously wrong there. But once a month we did this One thing. Billion people. One billion people. <laughs> so once a month we did, uh, all the Erasmus students got together. We met at the central train station on a Friday evening and got the last train into Florence sessioned all night and got the first train back to Pisa in the morning. So like, stocked up with a load of cans, vodka, whatever on the train in. So, this one time, it was kind of like a new train, it was like kind of like, you know, big windows, really kind of like, it's kind of like a Lewis, but like bigger and a little bit more comfortable. So if you can imagine, so it's like, Pisa Centrale Central Station, and then it stopped at the airport, and then it went on to Florence. So, a hundred uh, la- Larry Erasmus students piled onto the train, drink concealed. And once it started going, like neck and cans, like hanging out of the handrails, mute a ghetto blaster going, a few games, few games yes. and uh, then stopped at the train station. All the tourists got on, and it was just like session sent, like it's. fucking... Hardcore session from there to Florence, right? How long was that? It was an hour. So, uh, no, no, no toilet, no nothing, right? And there were a few occasions that lads may have pissed against the w- doors and whatever. I, I was, I never ever ever did that. Right? I'm winking here, Dave. What? <laughs> but only, anyway, um, I can't remember. I used to travel that route very, uh, a lot, like, um. There was like a, I don't know, like a point, I don't know what the technical term is, like a point or an intersection where the train would wait for 10 minutes so the points changed and then it could go on just outside yeah. Uh, Florence. The track. Yeah, exactly. Or like it had to wait for another train to pass. All
2: right, Dave, no one Come
3: on. Yeah, but it's part of the story, right? All oh, right. Because okay. we're stuck here not moving. Everyone started getting like fucking leery and very agitated and then started rocking the train, right? <laughs> Because <laughs> it was kind of one of those trains that you could rock. So we were rocking the train. It was probably going two or going three. On? Oh, yeah. Like there was like. <laughs> <speaking> 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 a lot of that. And uh, like probably two or three feet and I say some of the locals that were on the train and tourists were getting well, they were fearing for their safety so they probably would like As they would yeah, yeah the yeah, train is fucking rocking would. like it's than a foot <laughs> if not more yeah and, and obviously people doing it, probably closer to 100 like hell. so I, I reckon at this stage the driver up front again, felt again if you were not part of no car. I I was sitting <laughs> so, on my own so, minding nice my own spot. business yeah. guys, playing that. cards just <laughs> shooting the breeze
2: please guys I do not
3: approve. <laughs> so I'm sure the driver probably felt this list as well and radioed ahead to Florence uh, train station. Anyway, the train kind of went in on a, on a strange platform that we none of us had ever been on before. And we take the route quite often. And in Italy, there's like s- several different grades of police. Like, So you have finance, police, you have forestry, police, you have... Municipal police, but then you have like this, uh, this like hardcore, like almost quasi militaristic police called the Carbonieri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they they're the and guys they're with like they look really like they look like nat- like they wear the like, yeah, basically, yeah. So we got off the train, and uh, both ends of the platform were blocked with the Carbonieri Land Rovers. Uh, they had the dog squad and they had like fucking machine guns uh, waiting for us when we got off they uh, they put us into single file strips like not strips but like pat, patted us all down oh took all the drink off us and literally just tried to put the the fear of God into every single one of us and they succeeded yeah. so that's basically my story of my worst experience of public transport ending with the strip search with the military police in Italy oh, so uh, good story though no. yeah that's that's it so so it's a message take home message for the listener is don't shake trains in Italy don't get absolutely ossified and uh, just try to get away with it I suppose yeah
2: Class. Well, that's a really good one that's a really good one Paul you want to
1: follow that nah not even like No. I can't follow that you're joking me like get stopped stop with the fucking anti-terrorist force in fucking Italy. You just had a grudge. Yeah I just had a, a grudge and fucking uh bus driver going out to Tremor like over Christmas who was obviously after having a shit Christmas had a lot of people going out to have a good time out in Tremor and he just had a fucking shit time the whole way out He was just like everyone sit the fuck down did about 90 out the road when it was like a 60-kilometer zone. He was flooring it. People were like smashing on the, the stop button. He was having none of it. He was just doing his own rules, stopping whenever he wanted to. So the second it got even closer to more, I just jumped off. And then I saw him about 10 minutes later when I was walking up to the pub, like come back around. And he just still had the most pissed off head. And half people were still on the bus. I was like, yeah, they're all going to die. Like, I'm so happy I got off that 20 minutes ago. It's fucking grim. It must be such a fucking I terrible job. Way I do it. Like, no, such a thankless, soul-draining, like monotonous. You're doing the exact same route every day. No, stop. Actually, do you know what's really annoying? You, have you ever looked parked in uh,
2: Dublin, one of the Dublin Airport car parks, or even Quick Park or something like that, uh, up at like the airports, and uh, like. Like they have like like the bells on the bus for no reason because yeah. they stop fucking everywhere anyway, hey, like, yeah. you know. Like they only have like two, like they only have two, like, yeah, yeah two or three stops, right? So like you always just have they're always like cramped as well, like, you know, and. Like, the, butt- the buttons are, like, kind of, like... Like, they're kind of, like... <clears throat> kind of, like, an an outy belly button. Like, you know, they're... You're, like, so, they're very easy to press, right? So, you just have some owl lad just, like, leaning up against the pole. Smash. And smashing it constantly, <laughs> like, you know? And, like, so, the bus driver is just, like, constantly just, like, beep, beep. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's annoying for you as, like, someone who's just using it. But, like, imagine, like
0: doors are open. step
2: away from the Oh, doors. stop. So, so.
1: so that's, that's just like stuck in your head. It's so bad. i
3: say when they go to sleep, all they hear is that. It's like, step away from the, the doors. Door. The doors are open, step away from but the doors. i gotta, I got to put my urban planning hat on. Uh, it's such a vital service that we we don't, we need to, I think as, sorry, I'm going to go all like uh, philosophical on it, that we as a society, society need to use more, I think, like, we have to get away from like jumping in our cars and like try to use and avail of the service and oh yeah they, they provide such such a worthwhile service but, I know but like but yeah you can't get away from
2: it like it is there also needs to be more of those public like public yeah. transport yeah. services so, like I, I, I read a good quote about um, you know that um, M7 N7 plane uh, yeah. extension and they were like saying that like basically the quote was <clears throat> people who think um Putting an extra lane onto a motorway or onto a roadway is gonna solve congestion. It's It's gonna cause more. But so they said they they made they made a metaphor that it's similar to people who think that putting an extra notch on a belt is gonna solve obesity. That's actually a
3: really good uh,
2: analogy.
1: It might. (laughs) I can have five more Kit Kats, expand the belt. What's the problem?
3: The, yeah in like uh, transport planning they say like if ever you build a road or the more roads you build the more cars that are gonna fill it because yeah. you're, you're not you're not solving the issue you need to really fix it where it is like and public transport vision is a, a way to go yeah so yeah. basically we love tr- we love public transport we,
2: the snowcast loves public transport um, because you can drink <laughs> um, uh, so I suppose for my story, um, I have a goodie. It was um, so um, I was doing a summer in Portugal, where I was working in an Irish karaoke bar. No way. Yeah, in, uh, in <laughs> yeah, in that uh, in um, Portugal. And um, so, or Lagos in Portugal, and um, so yeah, it was absolutely savage, savage summer. But we decided to go to this um, music festival up um, just outside Lisbon, so I think it was like about uh, like 25 minutes, half an hour outside Lisbon. So we went to this music festival, and like obviously, it was like right in the middle of summer in Portugal, so it was like so so hot. So this um, music festival was organised so that um, none of the acts were on during the day because like the heat, be, like, stuff. heat like, pro- like problems with dehydration, all this shit. Like, <clears throat> so what they did was this um, like festival area was maybe like five, ten minutes um, outside a local town, and that was like beachside resort. Um, so what they did was they had organized shuttle buses um, during the day because it was like you camp there so you just wake up in the morning and then like go to the local village and then come back for the night time when it kind of cool down and it start pulling on the axe then so uh, one of the mornings um, myself and uh, the group that we were with um, we were getting the bus from this musical festival in Portugal uh, to this, um, this seaside town so we got on the bus and like you know you might be having a few cans in the morning as well like damn i think everyone on the bus was maybe having a few cans Someone taking a few drugs everyone was like pretty happy on the bus like but the bus was absolutely rammed as well right so it was like five ten minutes into town so um i had gotten a seat and it was like one of those seats that is like um Like say the first seat that there's like say you know like where the wheelchair space is and like people stand like basically so there's like just a barrier in front of me no seat just a barrier in front of me so I'm sitting there and there's this um, this this girl and this guy standing in front of us and like so the bus kicks off and the bus starts going into town. And the, (laughs) everyone's kind of like, everyone's having a few cans on the bus, like, getting ready for the beach and all this shit, like. So, maybe about, like, five minutes into the bus, and the girl kind of, like, looks at her partner and goes, I'm not feeling well. And, he's like, uh, he's like, alright. So, it's second your hands. So, just to describe um, what this girl, what this girl is, actually I'll describe what the, the bus, right, is absolutely jammed full of people, right, and all the windows are kind of like closed oh, no. it is like uh, i'd say it's like, a sweat box in there. it's a sweat box it's like about 40 degrees celsius it's absolutely insane in there the smell is heightened everything is, yeah. But yeah okay so the girl's wearing like classic um festival outfit she's wearing like uh, just a bikini top and she's wearing um these like uh, white denim pants the guy is wearing a string top, and he's wearing a bucket hat, and like a shorts, whatever. So, um, so five minutes goes on, and she's she's like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling well," and she seems like she seems okay, but she says, "I'm not feeling well." Then, like maybe one or two minutes later, like you can see her, she kind of starts yawning, and her eyes kind of start like closing. And, like, you know, she kind of starts blinking, and she, then she kind of starts blinking rapidly and stuff. So I'm like, what the, this is not fucking going to turn up well. I was just like, does anyone have water or whatever, like, you know? Uh, no, no, So, like, we all had Vulcan. Yeah, we, you know? we got ecstasy. We got, <laughs>
3: yeah, we got MDMA. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Water, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this girl, she then, she, she like kind of, like, starts swaying. And, like, the boyfriend's actually, like, paying her, like, not much attention. I'd say I'm paying her more attention than, like, I'm, like... She's fucking
0: grand and leave
2: yeah. So, uh, anyway, so, we're, like, literally, nearly, nearly in the town. Nearly in the town, right? And she, like, basically, her eyes just close, right? And then, you, can, you know, you can see every muscle in her body just relax. And she, like, collapses against the side of the bus and falls on the ground... And oh, no. shits herself <laughs> all like fucking a stream of shit all over the floor of the bus.
1: In white uh, jeans. In
2: white denim oh, my shorts. God. Yeah, so it's absolutely horrendous. <laughs> right? Do other people start getting sick. <clears throat> well like I was like Fucking right next to it So I was just like What the fuck is this So I I, I, I like you know Did a Hoo, oh, oh, A few times like But <laughs> oh, Didn't uh, Didn't actually get sick um, So Next minute So the best part So like Poor girl This yeah. is terrible for her Right but the best part of the story is that we get there, right? So, everyone's just like, Oh, fuck, open the windows, open the windows! Like, everyone's just Stop like... Stop the bus! Yeah, who's fucking, who's like, downstream of a, everything? Like, it's just like...
3: Whoa.
2: Yeah. Um, so, op- so bus gets there, the man opens the doors, everyone fucking tears off. The boyfriend is still there, obviously, looking after the girlfriend. Right. Mopping and he shirt. is... He is, I'd say, quite leery or fucking just... Absolutely smashed on drugs or whatever, right? So he takes off his bucket hat and
1: starts whopping up the shit.
0: <laughs>
1: oh no!
4: <laughs>
3: oh oh it was. <laughs> Jesus lads, the story's denied. Like. <laughs> yeah. Fuck spiders and shit, like <laughs> Fuck up shit
1: with a, a bucket hat. hat. Oh. And where was he putting it? Was he just piling it into a oh, corner? Probably, or was he scooping he's spreading it up into it, the hand? He was probably yeah.
3: spreading it around the floor even Yeah, more, yeah. Right? He was doing nothing. Like, he was doing like, imagine, absolutely... Imagine the fucking... Everything's finished, everyone's off that and you have
1: to come clean that, that smeared shit that's all over the floor. He definitely made it so much worse, just like wiping Oh yeah, 100%, yeah.
2: that's oh. oh, your girl. job. That's yeah. fine. Scoop up shit. <laughs> great festival, I recommend it though. It was, yeah, a really great day afterwards. Oh. Shit yourself. Uh, yeah, actually I had um, I had one of those situations that you were kind of telling me about earlier on, whereby I um, got off that bus the very last day of the festival and we were getting the bus back down to southern Portugal and uh, so, like, turned to get the bus um, really, really, really dehydrated after, like, three days on the set, and um, brought what I thought was a bottle of water with me, okay. downed a full thing in vodka. like
1: yeah, I a vodka enema on the Yeah, bus. yeah. Just oh, fucking so started spraying it all
2: over the walls. It was horrendous.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. so. it, it, it hits your stomach before you know it, and, then, like, you're... You're then too far gone. Too far gone, I've got yeah. to finish the whole bottle tonight. <laughs> and on that note, I think we'll yeah. finish this yeah. podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, thanks a million, lads, for listening in, as always. Um, we're DJ will hopefully be back there next week and uh, normal service will resume. Um, we've a few plans kind of lined up that we're going to keep on the hush, but uh, we're... Uh, We're uh, definitely um, really, really enjoying uh, doing the podcast and stuff. Um, So actually, this isn't the end of the podcast because uh, the boys from the brewery are on next that that we recorded earlier on. So enjoy that little segment. Good luck. Hi, guys, and uh, we're back to, here with um, Quincy from Wicklow Wolf Brewery and with Deck from Yellow the head brewers of each of their respective um, breweries. That's nice. <laughs> Quint, are, are you a brewer yourself? Yeah? No, I'm not a brewer. You're just one no, of the I'm founding...
4: One of the founding fathers. Ah, good stuff. <laughs> Once upon a time. Once
2: upon a time. So, as, a time. as I said earlier on in the episode, uh, we're drinking Super Soaker. A lot of us here are drinking Super Soaker here tonight, a blood orange IPA. Um, so this is a collaboration uh, with Wicklow Wolf uh, and Yellow Belly. Now, the two boys here might tell me a little bit about how this came into fruition. Um.
4: And basically, we're both mates, Yellow Belly and Wickler Wolf, are good pals, and we go back a good ways. And kind of, I suppose you'd say we've grown up together. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, we we've come together to do a beer. It's the return leg of of the collaboration. We did the Wolf from All Street, delicious, yeah, in 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 Westford a few months back, and they came up to Bray a few weeks back, and we we did Super Soaker.
2: So there seems to be kind of um, kind of an explosion of like the craft beer industry in, in Ireland at the moment, and like you know you said you're, you said there that you're after kind of growing up together, and I suppose you're saying growing up together within the kind of craft brewery industry. Um, do you know? Have you noticed that like that? You know, there's, there seems to be a lot of um, help amongst the brewers.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, as I say, we're all sort of fighting against the one, well, I wouldn't say an enemy, like, but, uh, you know, like, there's no the point dominant in dominant player. Yeah, there's no point in us fighting uh, for the, the same, other. like, two, three, four, four percent of tap space that's available for the small brewers. Like, we should be, you know, going for, for the bigger top so so it's an avenue of collaboration is like well, although we collaborate on beers we'd also like you know share recipes or share yeast or sort each other hot contracts or share contacts and stuff so it's a very friendly industry and I sort I of suppose it's counterproductive to business for you're helping your competitors as it were but if you see yourself sort of you know as the head above everyone else it's, it doesn't really matter like so and do you get a good bit of crack from experimenting and you know stuff
2: like that like what what percentage of beers would you say that you try out actually go to market
0: uh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, so it's like a, a, a trial batch for us now is about 900 litres, like, and we'd always be fairly confident that it might be based on a recipe that we tried before or a combination of our ingredients that we tried before. and. Yeah sort of fairly like don't get me wrong like i'm not going to jump straight in on the big kit because like we we have our original 900 liter and we have the 5000 liter kit so i wouldn't jump straight in on the big kit with with, with you know with a, with a new recipe but i suppose like that's collaborations again it's about pushing each other's boundaries and stuff that you wouldn't maybe have done before like um our first collaboration was suggested like oh I really like Black Forest gas. it was like it's like can, can, is that possible? It's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. So myself and um Wickley Wolf's new new headbreaker there, John Allen, sort of put our heads together and we were like, alright, fuck it, let's try and make it taste like a black forest ghetto. And then the same, like I think it was actually a joke at the start, we were like, uh, somebody mentioned we, we have like a Wicklow Wolf and Yellow Betty group, as it were, we chat in WhatsApp groups, and um, somebody suggested, why don't you do like a really, really little wave beer and sure, fuck it, like make it taste like super splits, and everyone's like, no, it can't be done, can't be done, meanwhile me and John were all texting each other, being like, right, on, let's go we on. fucking let's do go it this? It. Like, it was, like, so, <laughs> and yeah, it's worked out oh, good. It yeah, is yeah. fucking delicious, like yeah. it's actually like a proper
2: super split, like <laughs> <It you
0: know>?
2: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, in terms of like, do you you have anything else kind of in the pipeline, you know, like do you know, any any trade secrets that you want to give us?
4: Uh, No trade secrets I want to give you, but you know, we're always kind of coming up with new ideas and some of them are mad and stupid and some of them are not, but that's where the biggest competition is between all the crop rows, is around creativity, and it fucking drove me nuts when they come up with a beer and called it Great For The Town. I love that name. <laughs> Best name of a beer, but you have to be a culture. Yeah. If you're from Dublin, yeah. you don't know no, what that means. No, uh, <laughs> but it's the best name for a beer ever, Great For The Town. It's brilliant. You can to do
0: great for the parish, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, done now, it's done. Can't go back. No, but that's where the big competition is, is around new beer styles and names and shit like
0: that quite a lot of breweries that would always be chasing to you know be like, like chasing the next big style like glitter beers or brute IPAs or you know just trying to be fucking like okay what's massive in America at the minute right let's fucking do this quick before somebody else does it so I think there's quite a lot of rushed sort of new styles that are coming out, but there's a lot to be said for, you know, knocking out solid pale ales you your oranges back to well, your like good basic yeah, West right,
4: Coast IPAs and traditional beers.
0: I think a lot of people have forgotten about the word bitterness, like, yeah. like, most of the fucking IPAs I taste now are just, just nice and fluffy lolly water. And fruity, like, uh, yeah. This is also now releasing a fucking orange one, <laughs> 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 yeah. know, there's, a, there's a lot to be said.
3: My brother, uh, has, it comes from a chefing background and whatever but he trained in Malu under uh, Myrtle Allen and her philosophy was simplicity and let the food do the, let the ingredients do the talking yeah, yeah. And, and then you're away if you can just if you do the simplicity pair the right things together serve it cook it well and it's sourced well and like that, that does that, yeah. that's it like yeah. Do you, fi- do you find that in beer? I watched an interesting documentary there recently called Somme on Netflix with sommelier and wine, uh, wine, smelling, drinking, t- pairing. Do you find that in beer that um, things generally tend to match well together, like one hop with one fruit, or for example, you did uh, blood orange with uh, with an, I- with an and IPA, vanilla. Do you find that in beer that there's there's matching as well in terms of it's definitely, flavor. like I suppose, like.
0: Like I personally would look at beer in the exact same way as I would look at food. It's like you know, if you're cooking dinner like what what's gonna go well together or yeah. if you're baking a cake like what what works together, like so it's all about trial and error, the same as it would have been a brewing. As again myself and see would have came from home brewing sort of backgrounds like way back but and then it's there where you're doing your experiment in the same way as you would experiment in the kitchen, like yeah. I again it's like the little thing, like quality ingredients, make quality beer if you do it right and stick to stick to your recipe and to use, use choose.
4: Yeah, know. But also, I mean, with trends in that, um, I prefer the old traditional styles. Mm. We never did a New England IPA for the simple reason everyone was doing them. Yeah. I said, fuck that, I'm not doing what everyone's doing. It was a mistake in hindsight because every, everybody <laughs> wanted it. You know, But, uh, I mean, that's a New England style beer. It's the first one we've ever done. You know, I'm not a big fan of it, of... The style, to be honest with you, that's worked out really well. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of have to do what people want as well. And it was a mistake I made. And I said, "No, we're not doing it because we're not going to do what everybody else is doing." But we probably should have, to be
2: honest, you know. So uh, we're also down here for a tap takeover, right? And um, so I've kind of noticed as well. There's a lot of kind of events and like festivals and stuff. Are you enjoying that? Are you enjoying coming down and you know meeting other breweries and you know? Or, or is it or is it a bit of show and tell for yourselves, you know? Well, tap takeovers are great
4: crack. You know? yeah. I mean, we're all pals here, and it's great to see five or six taps of Wicklow Wolf. You know, we'd always have one tap here, maybe two on occasion, but... You know, it's great to come in and see a bank of Wicklow Wolf taps where you wouldn't have seen them before, yeah. you know, yeah. and... You know, showing off our beer to people down here that maybe uh, haven't tried it before. Festivals... Some are good and some are crap. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I hate it, the beer wankers that come up and try and tell you how expert they are at beer and how Dick and I make a bottle of it and do it wrong. <laughs> like, when they you know nothing, you know, most of them. But uh, some of the festivals are great, great fun. Others, I don't
0: know what Dick thinks, though, but... Yeah. Uh, no comment. I <laughs> think <laughs> uh, well, it's quite apparent that yeah, doesn't do a lot of festivals in Ireland. Yeah, uh, we do a handful of very slack festivals. Because again, like they're run by a fucking monopoly, the majority like in you no know, interest. But again, no comment.
2: <laughs> yeah. I suppose as well, you want to you want to stick
0: brewing, like you want to be, you know, if you're being uh, yeah, like, off everywhere. Well, know? like don't get me wrong, like like we absolutely love festivals like. You know, it, it is, again it's great to go to parts of Ireland that you wouldn't normally be in, but I would much rather do tap takeovers, like where you go to a pub in a local town and you're not charged to get in, you're not charged for the glass, you're not charged like twice the price for a fucking smaller measure. Like I'd rather like as Quincy was saying, say, come in and take over six taps in a pub, like have six of your best beers, meet the people there face to face and have a proper chat and like not that busy atmosphere. Festivals have gotten very much white quite like the fucking profit for the organizers in my opinion like yeah. if you go over to england the beer festivals there in the summer is you're going to local pub and there's 45 different fucking beers and they're also like two or three days so like i much prefer that model of beer festivals than, than the yeah. irish model as it were so mm-hmm. get me wrong like there's some festivals which are inviting people from like you know breweries small all around the world and encouraging them to bring their best beers and like them fest i like, love those festivals but not they're uh, just pilot high and Pack them uh, in and get as many in and charge my, uh, as much as you can for them. And them out, okay. you
2: know, right. So my last question then is: right, if he had one point only of each, o- of actually of your own breweries and one of each others, what would be the, what would be the point? What would be the
0: Are you allowed yeah. like to uh, choose a vintage? Yeah. I would say Sriracha Ace Circa 2016
2: <laughs> ah, you see,
0: that was the original Sriracha <laughs> yeah, and that was a higher ABV and It was fucking gorgeous was Gorgeous beer It was one of the quickest selling beers in Simon Hambert's, our sister boat Yeah, yeah uh, we, That was our last tap takeover actually That's right and you know the keg kicked version. in a couple of hours, Like, That was, was gorgeous, gorgeous We've lo-
4: we've tamed it down a little bit now for a more, more broader appeal oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have two beers, of ours I'd have a Sriracha. Yeah. In the winter, and I, don't I have Castaway all summer.
2: Yeah, so yeah. I drink castaway. it all summer. Castaway, castaway is amazing. my favourite beer ever. Yeah.
4: Yeah. it's fucking delicious. delicious. So I love it. But I drink any of either of beers. Yeah. Any time. Ah,
2: good stuff. So- <laughs> yeah,
0: I. Uh, and I'm loving all the new beers and stuff as well, man. Like, yeah, uh, like I'm knocking out some great beers now once. Again. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And like, what about your own beer? Would you- uh, I was sort of depend, man. Like, I fucking after work, especially or after a brew day. Like the, the brewery fridge, as it were, which is the fridge which is hid away behind the mash tone and nobody can see is just full of keller. Like yeah, yeah, Like especially when you're fucking like just finished digging out the mash tun and it's like rushing to get everything finished before the last bus, like can of keller is nice, it's like low A B B, very refreshing, nice and cold and that'd be my go to beer from from i well. no, But easy, I love all drinking, things. Yeah, like refreshing beer. But again, like we we proper condition it for weeks and weeks and I like, you noticed know, most brewers would sort of go, go to a good, a well-made burger because it sort of shows the flaws in, in your brewing much more than any other style would yeah, as well. Like, I mean, are there's no place
4: to hide. Oh, no, no.
0: no. Uh, and that, like, anything fucking sire in the city has given me, one. I'm, I'm a big sire-pist. Like. Cool, <laughs> cool.
2: Uh, Anyway, thanks a million, lads. I good really well, appreciate man. you having me on. And, thanks uh, for having us. We'll, uh, I'd say we might make a trip to both of the breweries at some stage and see, uh, go on the last. you welcome any time. Since so your you are uh, always more than welcome. Right, Quincy, yeah. Right. Yeah. thanks a million. It's pleasure. Pleasure.